0: Ray. Good morning, John. How are you? Don't you love this intro song? If that doesn't get you wound up, then you're not alive. In in full disclosure, you chose that. I did, because Cowboy Mouth, I'm a huge fan. Are you? Oh, absolutely. See, I'd never heard of them before this.
1: They are, I would say, the greatest show band, rock and
0: roll show band that you will ever see. My eyes are really wide right now if our listeners cannot see that. I assume they can't. Well... Yes, let's just assume that they,
1: can't. <laughs> let's hope like, wow, that they can. not But i like, wow, like
0: that's a big statement, Ray.
1: Yeah, no, they are fantastic, and you can't go there and not just get into it,
0: jumping up and down, the whole thing. Okay, cool. Truly a great rock show. When I, I sold a car to like an 85 year old man one time, and uh, I said, hey, well, just come take a look at this real quick. Let me show you this. He goes, uh, son, I don't do anything real quick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but that comes to mind when you say you can't help but jump up and down and yeah, now I don't I haven't jumped up and down in a long time, right? If you go to a cowboy mouth show, well maybe that's the problem. You'll be jumping. Okay.
1: You will, because if you don't,
0: I, see I the was lead thinking singer Chris will crumb. call you out. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like who's the guy standing yeah, in the room? You, right, in the blue shirt. Get your ass up. Let's go. I always wear a blue shirt. It's subconsciously, he, you knew that. You're the guy in the blue shirt. I love blue. That's, That's my favorite who you color. Are. I really was thinking, though, when you talked about you can't help but jump up and down, I thought you were going to say that Chris Cross was your favorite band.
1: No. No. I, jump, in fact, jump. I've listened to that song and not jumped. Really? In fact, I don't think I've ever heard it and jumped.
0: Have you listened to Macarena and not done the Macarena? Yeah, I can say that I have done that as well. All right. Well, enough chitter chatter. Yep. Let's move on to... Let's, the- let's introduce the show, maybe. Okay. This is Saturday Morning Sales Meeting <laughs> with John and Ray. And today, we have already been on the lake, which is rare for us. Normally, we meet and we do a podcast and we upload it and then maybe we go to the lake. Well,
1: normally we do the podcast, we edit it, we upload it, and then you say, hey, hey, let's go get on the Red Lake, or yeah, I'm going to go fishing. You want to go with me? And I go,
0: nah, I got (laughs) got other stuff to do. Today, apparently, I was very influential, or I was so pitiful that I couldn't focus that you said, screw it. Right. I'll go to the damn lake with you. Yeah. You know, just for an hour, I'm just going (laughs) to throw a line out there a couple times. I said, Uh, there's this one spot where I know the fish bite. Every and time I go,
1: you've got that one out there, yeah, that's hit your line just enough
0: times, kind of like a gambling addiction, yeah. But then, uh, I didn't even get a bite today, no. So, it, long story short, we did go fishing we did. before recording this, went it, fast across the water, yeah. Uh, which
1: normally wouldn't bother me at all, I love being on the water, but but after I'd had a few whiskeys. Well, it wasn't just the whiskeys. It was the fact that we had terrible storms come through. Yeah. And there was more debris than I've ever seen on the river. Yeah. I mean, huge trees. Like like 30-foot-long trees that are 18 inches around. Yeah, floating down
0: the river. And we're hitting about 50 miles an hour. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what the knots are, but... That boat will do, like, 70. uh, But I have a different prop that gives you more control, but less top end. Okay. I figure that's better for me. Well,
1: I just... Kept imagining scooting down the river, hitting one of those sixty-foot-long trees, yeah, and just
0: preparing to be ejected forward as the boat stopped underneath us. I, I did have life jackets. I do have life jackets, but I but I didn't offer you one. No, you did not. Yeah, I, I didn't put one on either. So yeah, hey, I went in Rome. I'm a good swimmer, <laughs> right? There you go. Mm. So today, we are going to discuss, uh, let's talk about digital messaging. And what I mean by that is email, text, video, uh, just communicating with the customer in forms other than face-to-face or over the phone. Exactly. Yeah?
1: Yeah. And my pat answer to digital communication is I say any kind of digital communication. Again, we're talking about email, chat, or text. Anytime I am transferring the information via some digital format, I always want that to be leading to a phone call. I want to sell on all my digital communication. I want to sell the phone call because when we're over digital communication, we're limited as to our
0: expression, our ability to sell the concept. Well, you, you have a great story on that that I want to circle back to, but I have something to say first. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to agree with you. No, let's Let's kind of plant this somewhere. So the digital communication we're talking about traditionally has been email, number one, and then text. I mean, even direct mail we could call. uh, I guess I'm grouping that into written communication. On the phone, we have vocal communication where it gives us a little bit more uh, ability to influence and motivate through our tempo and tone and cadence. And then we get to, obviously, the best form of communication is face-to-face. Right. That's where we have the most ability to pass along emotions or to influence emotion. Correct. So, in the past, I was going to get to the point of, I agree with you. I used to say this all the time, is an email should lead to a phone call. Mm-hmm. A phone call should lead to an appointment, face-to-face. Right. And that's where you actually sell a car, is okay. face-to-face. Right. Right. But I think my mind is being changed. Oh, do tell. Well, with this, this whole COVID thing, I don't think I'm alone in just kind of uh, realizing or appreciating that customers are no longer going to accept that way of doing business. It was acceptable for a long time. Let me, would, let me qualify on- that
1: and see if you agree with me. Okay. A, a percentage. Of the customers,
0: I'm I agree. no longer going yes. to accept that.
1: Right, and a a larger percentage of the customer post COVID mm-hmm. once this thing's over than prior to, and it was definitely the the momentum or the trajectory was going
0: in this direction. This just escalated it. Very, very quickly. Agreed, agreed. It was like the old uh, uh, hockey stick in business, right? Right. Like, it it was trajecting that way anyway, and then all of a sudden something happened, and boom, the trajectory took off vertical. Makes that quick turn. Right. Well, what I wanted to get back to that I, I love, one of your points of view or the stories you tell, is about the sentence that you use to coach... How words can be influential,
1: right? Well, and it's it's just simply going from I guess we'll call it any communication that's read mm-hmm. as opposed to R- any communication them, that's yeah. heard, right? Okay. When I'm in a dealership coaching on communication and talking about you know the the use of uh, cadence, volume, inflection, all the things that we're able to sell, you know the. The things outside the words,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? All yeah. those other things that are, you know, if you talk to most sociologists or psychologists, they tell you 70% of our communication is not the words. It's our tone, canes, volume, inflection. It's all those.
0: That, that, I don't think that's uh, something to be skimmed over. I think we should kind of at least say that again, please. Yeah, well, it's just that.
1: 70%. That 70% of what we communicate when we're, Auditory communication, or auditory and visual, so talking either over the phone or belly to belly, face yeah, to face, right, uh, is the non-verbal
0: or the non non-specific to the words. As you're telling me this, you're doing several things with your hands. Or, you're pointing over I'm here, encapsulating you're, you're the words you're like together, basketball. between my two hands, Easy. and then yeah. I'm waving my arms
1: outside that encapsulation that i just created yeah Yeah, i am i'm and and you're also uh i'm an animated speaker john and (laughs) you notice it's impacting
0: how i'm how you're receiving what i'm communicating it it definitely is making it a lot more interesting if i was just reading this i might be bored by now what if you were just watching
1: a video of me doing it and you couldn't hear my words you just saw me waving my arms. And <laughs> I would know you were in. passionate about whatever you were saying. God, I don't know what this guy's saying, but he feels
0: strongly about it. Yeah, but even uh, on a podcast here, uh, where people can't see you doing all that, right. but they can tell you're passionate about it right. because of the way you speak about it. They can hear the all those other uh, all those other cues. So, when doing
1: trainings in dealerships, and I talk about communication, I'll typically write up on the board the words, I did not say your wife is ugly, right?
0: Which is a beautiful sentence.
1: And Yeah, and all of a sudden, people will actually take notice of it, and you'll hear a few chuckles, and then I'll explain, if I were to text this to you or email it to you, you would read it in just that way. I did not say your wife is ugly, right? right? That would be the completion of that thought.
0: But and if you I, would put your own spin on it through your own lenses. Yeah, you could yeah.
1: possibly read into it a few things, but if you were just taking it at face value, that's all you'd be getting from it. However, if I were to say it to somebody, I could say, I didn't say your wife is
0: ugly. Yeah, and playing someone, words, else, someone did. else did.
1: Right? Yeah. Or I didn't say your wife was ugly. Was yeah, talk- I'm, I'm, playing a, uh, I'm saying someone else is ugly. I like was talking about your sister, sister. Yeah, or yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> or I didn't say your wife was ugly. I said she was stupid, right? Or, But I, I could make that same sentence, same word, same order, same punctuation. I'm not even changing it to an exclamation point or a question mark. Yeah. Same exact sentence. It's just and in the way you say it. I can make it mean a variety of different things just by where I place the emphasis, the inflections, the tone, cadence, volume, all those kind yeah, of things.
0: I, I think that's a beautiful way to illustrate The point we're driving at is obviously if you're communicating with someone through email or text you should be trying to move that to an actual voice phone call absolutely
1: yeah absolutely and 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 not to say that you you can't continue the process from a distance right because that's really what we're talking about we're talking about completing a, a digital sale Right? This is where we are both agreeing. The market is trending toward that. A larger percentage of the customers are going to expect the opportunity, at least, whether they take advantage of it or not, but the opportunity to complete that sale without ever showing up at the dealership. And we can continue to move the ball forward. However, at some point, we need to get it away from the digital and into the auditory, the verbal.
0: And, and I think... Um, that's an interesting point that you make about people expect the opportunity. I think really deep down what they want is to know that opportunity is there but they don't yet want to jump off that cliff. Right. I think people will order uh, a phone charger on Amazon and click to buy, but they're not going to click to buy a car and then just wait for it to show up tomorrow without ever talking to anyone. Yeah. I I think they just want to see the willingness to provide that information.
1: Yeah. Well, I know myself, when I'm looking at things, I'll gather a certain level of information, but there comes a point in time and it depends on what the item is as to how quickly or how long before that point comes. But at some point... I'm going to call.
0: Well, it's normally I'm just guessing here, but I think this is true. I think it normally uh, is dependent on the amount of money you're about to outlay.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's that and all of the the variables involved. I mean, when you're talking about you know something as as intricate as a car right now, knowing the you know the number of active working separate computers that are on that vehicle, knowing all the different possible features that are there. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. It's going to be more difficult to ascertain via just what I'm getting from pictures and the window
0: sticker. Well, you and I watched yesterday just a a little bit of a uh, Roadster webinar. Oh, my gosh. And it was going through kind of their portal. Right. Port. Why did I say it like that? Portal. No, it goes through their portal. Your European (laughs) roots kind of just blended in there. I think it's really just me trying not to sound like a country redneck. Okay. Here's a, let me run down this for a minute and kind of summarize in three sentences this webinar we watched. So you can look at vehicle price. But then you can also adjust incentives. You can pull your own credit. You can adjust interest rate. You can pretty much dial in your own payment with the own back end products and the own terms that you want to have. Right. And then. And then I, you so, can
1: see what it looks like with $1,000 down, yeah. with $2,500 down, with zero down, yeah, with no trade. Right.
0: I, I think people would love that ability to see all that but then i think they're going to pick up the phone or reach out to the dealer and say okay i think i've got all the information i want can you just kind of verify this for me oh
1: absolutely absolutely but now they're more armed and you certainly are going to have those old school salespeople. you you, know you call uh, it armed like
0: it's a bad thing i think it's just informed i want an informed buyer correct those, right. those are the lay downs, right? Those are easy. You right. say, okay, hey, right. I know where you want to yeah. be. You're telling me every... Uh, yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. When, when do you want to come pick it up? And, and then then you become the expert by saying, well, did you ever think of this? Right. Or have you considered this option? Yeah. You know, now you're the you're the guy going, hey, I appreciate all the work you've done. You, you obviously know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, oh, sir, let me compliment you. Right. You you are you are a very astute buyer. What we worked at a dealership together. You uh, I don't know if you even remember this, but you made the comment like you were a couple of desks over, and you heard me working a deal. Right. And I came back, you know, from the tower with my worksheet, and, and I said, well, first of all. Congratulations. Like, this makes my job so much easier. You're obviously a smart buyer. Right. You're obviously educated and you've done your homework. That makes my job so much easier. Now we don't have to go around all that. Let me just show you what I've worked up for you. <laughs> it, and you came to me a few hours later. It's beautiful. Said, yeah. I had tears in my eyes.
1: I was like, that's, <laughs> that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, John. <laughs> I, was, I was overcome with emotion oh, because that, I, that was fantastic. I, I mean, you complimented the guy your close was way to go sir you yeah. you are a smart smart man here you go sign right there very yeah. good for you
0: you you beat me you win you yeah hey, i was going to try this salesman stuff I could see clearly that's not going to work on you so let's just get right to it I here's love, what I you, love you
1: win I love seeing that on the deal sheet, right? Where, <laughs> oh, the quotes. coming back, from, yeah, coming back from the sales tower with the big. I, I remember uh, working with uh, Larry White, who's now a, a GM, great guy, somebody I very much respect in the would car he business. That? He's, I've seen. I think the first time I saw it written across in the black sharpie on a uh, on a See, deal sheet was Larry White wrote it on, on there. On UN, mine,
0: he would, and I loved it. On on mine, most of the time, like he would write. Higgins, you suck. Right. And, and then, like, I would have to fold that part <laughs> that of the paper over so nobody could see it. Like I said, he's a very astute guy. Yeah. We were talking about Larry the other day, and uh, I said something about working a deal with Larry, and and you said, oh, I know what it was. It, it was like, you know how Facebook does the, uh, here's your memory from 10 years ago yeah. or something? So, I was going to message you something on Facebook, and apparently the last time I messaged you was to share this Facebook memory. Okay. And so, it was the memory of me with... I was working a deal with Larry, and like as I'm standing there working the deal, I just took a picture of him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but but then I put it on Facebook... Like, here's a hard-working sales manager right here. And I texted you. I said, look at the look on this guy's face. Like, he obviously is, like, irritated that I'm doing this. And you responded back. You said, yeah, he's got a look on his face like, Higgins, what the hell are you doing? Get to work. Go sell a car. (laughs) And I never
1: got that look from Larry, ever. (laughs) I thought he was the most, you know, even keel. Unflappable, just, just a smart guy who really connected well with customers because he was straightforward with them. I thought you nailed his personality there, like what you said he would be no, thinking. I, I nailed what everybody thinks when they're looking at you, John. <laughs> with, with that look? Yeah. It's with, universal. It's not unique to which any one a, person.
0: That's another one of my favorite closes is I can tell by the look on your face Yeah, it's what incredible. you're thinking right now is... Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about this deal. Yeah. Higgins get back to work. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Um, I forget where yeah, we were. Yeah, where, where were we even? Uh, digital communication. Uh, now, I've I've seen a number of different uh, sales trainers or people with podcasts, video webcasts, different things, talking about when using text, you're 70% more likely to get them to open the text, right? Because. It's uh, most people's are moving toward a large uh, oh. percentage of the population who prefers text as their primary method of communication.
0: Wait, say that again, because I don't think I caught it. Or that, so, that you, something about they're more likely to open a text than a voicemail, or what, what no, well, than
1: an email. So it was, a, oh, okay. it was digital communication, right? Mm-hmm. So considering all of the the requiring them to read what you are communicating right. that rather than an email a text is 70% more likely to be opened by the customer than an email than an email
0: sweet i didn't know that and i believe yeah. you i totally
1: believe you well don't believe me I didn't say it. I'm just repeating what I heard. Somebody, I wish I, I don't even remember the person. (laughs) Did you hear that on CBT? No, it was in, uh, it was one of the people that I follow on Instagram and it was their short little video clip of the value of, of texting. And I guess their whole model is helping dealerships do use more text communication in, in engaging with customers my issue with that is when you're texting they can they can just respond to the part that they want to respond to right i mean it's not considered rude you know if you lay out three points well they only want to engage on the second one they're just going to respond on the second one
0: no this is an interesting point you're making it's kind of transitioning from you know what is the most effective form of communication to uh how do we communicate effectively via text? Right. Like drilling down onto the text aspect of it. uh, Yeah, you make a great point that if we make a long, you know, you got to scroll through to read this text. Yeah. They're going to pick out the one thing out of the four or five things you're saying where they think they got you or there's a question or whatever. Yeah, so let's keep text short and simple, you're saying. Uh, Well, and, and I would even suggest that
1: even with email, right? Mm-hmm. And I've shared this with you before, but dealership that I worked at, we had started using um, AI um, software, which would respond to all of our internet leads. And I noticed that our salespeople who would be responding had a horrible rate of people responding back to the emails the they engagement were rate or right, Engagement rate. Right, engagement rate, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But the AI had a huge engagement
0: rate, Yeah, that's what we're calling well, it. I, I know the story, but tell, tell a little bit more about the well, AI. You, you, they had a name.
1: Yeah, so in this dealership, the AI was named
0: Lily. Well, in my coaching, the reason that's important to me, or, or uh, that I like hearing that, is in a dealership in New Orleans that I visit, uh, they had the same, I believe, product, the AI product. And, I don't know, they called it something else, like Bobby. Right but apparently this i forget who it is but this vendor encourages people to name the ai oh yeah or or it's like required that it has to have a name yeah. to engage with clients right well, so, you know, you you don't want it to be
1: uh, AI close, right? With AI or your friends at you know yeah. hometown
0: dealer. chatbot one two three four. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, and, no,
0: you give it a name.
1: So yeah, you would name the AI, yeah. and the AI would respond. But what I what was different? So you know, seeing that response rate to our salespeople's emails as opposed to the AI email, I was thinking, okay, what's what's different? Well, the AI email
0: was. Maybe two sentences long at the most, which I think that's an interesting uh, point that you know a sales point for the AI vendor oh, saying, yeah. "Hey, our engagement rate is going to be multiples of what your they salespeople." Yeah. Absolutely, no, we have a huge engagement rate, and but, but you but, think you found kind of a, one of their tricks or one of the features? Yeah, why? Yeah. because.
1: It's much easier to respond to, and it's almost uh, email text in the method of communication. It's just one sentence or two sentences. Hey, we have some information
0: to send you. Is this the best email address? Yeah, that, that, that's what we're getting to. I kept cutting you off and going in different tangents, but I think what your point is, is that those AI interactions were a much shorter than if an, a salesman had organically typed an email. Right. They felt like they had to go into way too much detail and ask like four or five questions. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like I wouldn't want to see an email that was
1: anything further than what you would include in a text message, right? I mean, I, I felt like it should be to where when your email, because everybody has a smartphone now, and their emails are coming directly to their smartphones, and I should be able to read... Most, if not all, of your email text in the stream of information coming through my te- through my smartphone, like right yeah. there on the screen, is it showing me? Hey, you got one text, you got one email here, you got you know three missed calls, you, got, you know, and it shows you like a line or a two, little, of yeah, the just email. a line or two of yeah. what the context was of the email and. If it went too far beyond that, well, you know, I mean, now I've got to go into my email. Yeah. I've got to open it. If yeah, the first to... two
0: lines of your email are, "Hey, it's been a long time since right. we talked," and I wanted to reach out, yada yada yada, yeah, and then like five sentences later, you, you get finally to the get point. to what the heck
1: you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah the, people don't have time for that. Yeah. So, or, again, nor do they want to but right. make the time. But you had
1: a great idea with regard to text, knowing that text does have a higher percentage of opening. We're going to video. Thank you. No, no, please. No, I appreciate you. What was my great idea? The great idea I gave you to have... <laughs> my great no. idea for you was... No, it was...
0: You get all the credit. It was well, you. Well, thank you, because that is... We're uh, money in the bank. Right oh, you've there. already said thank you. Let's move C-credit on. Credit from you is like money in the bank. I'm sorry. Are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> so what you were complimenting me right. on... Was, was uh, We were talking about text and saying that, you know, obviously voice is more uh, influential and then obviously face-to-face is more influential. But then I, I asked you, how do you feel about video and text? I think that's a great tool where you can kind of use some of those same things that you use in face-to-face. You know, you can wave your hands. You can be excited. Right. You can use the tempo and the cadence of your voice. Yeah.
1: But in the same vein as the email, keep it short.
0: Yeah, and, and you can send it digitally to a customer, and they can watch it at their own convenience. But you've said uh, if you're going to compliment me, I feel like I have to throw this out there. Okay, well,
1: uh, no, no, don't compliment me just because I complimented you. I know that was the wrong way right, to say it. You really feel like I deserve compliment. Yeah. So please compliment me, but <laughs> you're let's right. not qualify that, it with well, since you complimented me. Now it's
0: no. my turn to compliment you. Please, oh, I know that totally came out the wrong way. All right, I was just thinking that uh, you did give me a compliment, and I appreciate that. And uh, there is a compliment that I would like to pay to you, uh, okay. objectively. So as beyond aside, the
1: compliment sandwich we got going on here, uh, you know, what was the point? Of your compliment to me. Because other than complimenting the compliment, you I'm, haven't really I'm given a compliment.
0: I'm, I'm still trying to think of it. I just thought, no, 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 no. It's something that you told me that I, I really loved is uh, the video. That when you send a video, it's a great tool because it's not instant and then it's gone. Like people watch it over and over, and then they show their spouse, they show their family, they show their friends. Oh yeah, you know, hey, look at the video that Ray sent me about this vehicle. Right. I, well, and I got that's that cool.
1: again. Another vendor to a dealership. Was it my was idea? At.
0: Did you get it from me?
1: No, I'm. Oh. You you've gotten your. I thought you were going to compliment me again. No, no I, I, then I, I was going to
0: have got, to come up with another compliment. I got nothing else. So
1: it was a vendor who. Uh, We would use that vendor's tool to video a vehicle to send to a customer, and it would track how many times they opened it and watched that video. Yeah. So, it amazed me that you would send a walk around for a vehicle somebody was considering, and I think the average time they watched it was like 12. That's nuts.
0: Yeah, that's insane. That blows my mind.
1: But so again, kind of processing. Why would they watch it twelve times? Well, they probably watch it a couple times just to make sure they didn't, you know, miss different points of the video. But then they get home and, hey, honey, look at this car I'm looking at, right? Then they show it to them, and then a friend yeah. comes by and they go, hey, man, I'm thinking about buying a new car. What are you going to buy? Well, let me show you. Yeah. click, watch it again. So there is a, a huge
0: element to the the sales of. Uh, Advantages we, we should come up with a metric on this, like a reuse factor or something. That's what I would call it. A, a uh, you're, you're really about what we call things, right? I mean, am I, to, what was the I, other Well, one? I'm a data uh, guy, so just, everything has to have a label and a column and right. a row,
1: yeah.
0: So, I mean, how you know, if you're looking at metrics, well, their video watch rate was uh, <laughs> no, it's a, a rewatch rate, rewatch, which is hard to say, a rewatch rate, right? Rewatch rate. Yeah, so uh, we would call it a uh, uh, usability factor. What did I say? I forget what I just said. <laughs> so, anyway, Re- reusability on. factor. Okay. Yeah, that's a great column heading, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great column heading. All right, all right. We digress. <laughs> we digress. So, so, we can head wherever you want to with this, but uh, would you like me to summarize where we are? Or? Yeah, please. Okay. So,. We've talked a little bit about email, a little bit about text, and I I think the main point to get across here is people want to be served and given information more and more. They want to be given information in the format that they find most convenient. And a phone call is kind of a commitment to giving someone else your time, and you don't know what kind of time commitment you're giving. Right. But an email and a text, you know at any moment I could be reading this, read three lines and say, okay, I'm out. Or I could read, you know, for three minutes and watch a video and go, okay, I'm still engaged. Right. But it's all on the customer's terms. Correct. Where a phone call and a face-to-face engagement or even a commitment to uh, an appointment is... Time that they are allotting you that has no constraint that they can agree to up front. Correct. Uh, and
1: I know when we we were having this discussion previously mm-hmm. and you were talking when about... When we were out on the boat fishing. I think it was before we went out on the boat. Anyway, when we were discussing this previously... Yeah. Um, oh, shit, John. Yeah. You got me off of it. Success. Yeah, I know. Bingo. What, what was, uh, so we were talking about this previously, um,
0: and you said it was a commitment. For our viewers out there, this happens regularly. Are, are you going to call me out on viewers? Because I've done that like four times in no, previous episodes. No. I
1: know. You, you stick little things in there hoping that I'll pick up on your, and it's not that I don't pick up on it. It's just that it's not worth it. <laughs> Yeah, you it's just not worth addressing. As yeah. if it didn't happen. I, I would rather not even uh, <laughs> bring attention to it. Uh, but so when you were talking about that it's a commitment on the part of the customer, right. I don't disagree. Okay. But to me, the whole sales process is a series of commitments. Right. So to get yeah. them from committing to engage, which is where we start, to Committing to have a phone call, which is a higher level of commitment. Well, the next commitment is either commitment to come into the dealership or commitment to you know move forward on the the sale process. The ultimate commitment is signing the deal, right? It's closing and and determining. Yep, I'm going to buy this. I'm purchasing this vehicle. So I don't have a problem with it being a higher level of commitment, just because. I'm going to need you to commit a whole lot higher than this right. before we get done. So if I can't even get you to commit to a phone no. call, shoot. Well, you know, I mean, have
0: I have I given you enough? Again, everything's value versus cost. No, I, I think that's an incredible point to make. Uh, compliment, you know, your way. Oh, great! Now I got to compliment you, John. It's a nice shirt you got the on today. How about that, serve. right? <laughs> No, you make a great point that that a buying decision is a series of commitments. Right. And going from email to text to phone call to in person to leaving with the product I'm selling you. Right. Is a series of commitments and you know the old school way of saying that was uh, you want to get people to say yes right the more you can get them to say yes then the more likely they are to say yes I never really bought into that I think that's kind of cheesy yeah, I, yeah it's uh,
1: not just all about getting a bunch of yeses I know no. there's a if they say out yes there, five you know, times really, in a row
0: are they more likely to say yes like, hey do you like pizza yes I, do you like cookies yes do you want to buy do, this do car do you want to buy this car no <laughs> oh no oh, well shit it didn't work in yeah. That instance. Oh. What do you mean, no? You said yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right, yes. Right. The book said, if I can right. get you to say yes, but times. I have
1: read as many books that reference the. It's good to get them to say no. Yeah. Right? You want to, you know, get to know.
0: Yeah. I mean, getting a, to
1: know. I think that's the
0: title of a book. Go for no. Go for no. Go for Is no. Is that it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. One so, of my favorite books. But,
1: but it's not just a matter of if. If they are not willing to commit to a phone call, then just like them not willing to commit to purchase the vehicle, you haven't done a good enough job of selling the value
0: of the phone call. Can, can I share with you one of my favorite lines? I, I don't even remember where I got it. I think it was some old trainer from the 80s, but he said, no does not mean never. It just means based on the information that I currently have, right. I'm not yet ready to say yes. Okay. So? It it applies in every no you get in your life, whether you're on a date or whether you're selling a car. No no does not mean never. Right. It means based on the information. uh, Yeah. I mean, right now, in a date, for instance, right now, you're you're not looking that attractive, and I don't yet know how much money you make, (laughs) but when I learn that, I might say yes. (laughs) Okay, so moving on you know, along. I, I thought that was comedy gold. That man. was that was good. Yep. That was good.
1: People listening, they're rolling. The tears come out of their eyes. Uh, me personally, not really my thing. Here, but let me hey. pour you another glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious that, to me. That, that, that's all theater of the mind. There's no drinking going on. Okay. Definitely. Help. Hold on.
0: Help. Bless you thank you when you when you sneeze with your goatee and mustache (laughs) does it ever does that make it (laughs) harder to clean up nope easier do you want a Lysol wipe I notice you're looking at me I got one as you're doing that could you look a different direction (laughs) especially since (laughs) we're only like five feet apart no
1: we're definitely the required six feet apart (laughs) All right. Would
0: you like me to bring the cat over and sit in your lap? Yeah, life? please. Let me Wait, nuzzle it with my maybe, face. Maybe a little pollen. Right. I can sprinkle a little pollen in your glass. Let the cat
1: run through the flowers and then come in. and Let me just stick my face right in the cat and suck in a deep breath and blink my eyes a few times, rub it around. That'd be great.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't you love allergies? Yes. Yeah, I'm lucky. Other than uh obesity, I have none of these physical ailments. <laughs> Never had allergies. Don't get sick.
1: So to recap, we've discussed
0: texting, emailing. We didn't talk about chat. No, would let's do. Okay. Uh chat I, what do you think? I I am not a fan of. Yeah. Let's please dive into it, but can I give you my please. initial impression? No, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Go. I, I, uh, I don't like it from a salesperson standpoint. Right. I don't like it from a prospect standpoint. I just, I don't think that it adds any value on either end. As a prospect, you know, you, got, you go on your insurance website, your banking website, you go shop for anything and all of a sudden this thing pops up. Right. Chat now. Right well I'm under no I'm under no impression that it would be accurately answered in a timely manner
1: so I, I agree I think that unfortunately because it was done poorly not just by dealerships but by digital communication in general at, at large by, yeah. over the internet that now people have been soured to the use of chat because they mm-hmm. I think generally speaking they don't get a whole lot out of it So they don't expect that they're going to get a whole lot out of this one. Uh, Those that try, typically they are chatting with somebody who's not at the dealership. So the very rare instances that they're talking with somebody who is at the dealership. Or their question is one that even if they were at the dealership, it's not something that the person handling the chat could easily answer just in a quick back and forth.
0: Well, it's most likely either a remote actual person or it's really an AI at times it's not even a live person right
1: I think because it was done poorly in the internet ether from a number of different industries I I think it has made it an ineffective tool for dealerships
0: yeah yeah I agree I
1: I wouldn't waste my money
0: if it were my dealership I, I wouldn't pay for chat I wouldn't even have a chat tool right I mean, uh, I saw a thing on LinkedIn, gosh, I'm sure we're running over time here, but I saw a thing on LinkedIn just a minute ago that was uh, like a a snapshot of a website from the, I don't know, five or 10 years ago, where it had like four buttons and it said request price, uh, similar vehicles, get pre-approved, and he said, if this is how you're still doing your website, you're woefully behind. Oh, absolutely.
1: Well, and I mean, I've been on dealership websites and... Oh, oh, and the last one was chat. Sorry, there were four. Yeah. Right, speaking of chat. yeah. Well, I've been on dealership websites on my phone and the chat box pops up and it's too big to... You can't even get to the (laughs) X to close it and now I can't see anything on the website so I'm forced to get out of that dealership. I cannot access a mobile
0: Friendly yeah. site on the dealership and, and because has, the only option I have is to chat. And I don't want to chat. And it has the uh, stock photo of like a girl with a headset on. Right. And uh, it says, Susan is waiting for your chat now. Is that really Susan? Yeah. I mean, it's, immediately you're being disingenuous with me. Yeah. In, in an industry where I expect you to be disingenuous. Yeah.
1: You just further convince me that. Yeah. It's we've talked. We've
0: talked in the past about the circle of uh, self-affirmation, where I expect the car dealer to be disingenuous. Now here's a chat thing that says Susan is ready, and it's got a stock photo of some lady, you know. And so obviously they are being disingenuous, which further reinforces my assumption that they are going to be disingenuous. Right. So. I guess we're both saying that we're not huge fans of chat. No, but I think we have put a good envelope around digital communications. We've talked about email, we've talked about text, we've talked about chat. We have. And we've talked uh, about the reasoning and the advantages to moving beyond digital communication into actual voice or face-to-face communication. Absolutely. Well, you know what that
1: means. I do hear the music It brings us to the end of another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting with John and
0: Ray My favorite day of the year Every time we do it We do appreciate you listening and we hope you'll join us again Thank you
1: If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray.
0: We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning dot com. It's inforay at Saturday morning sales No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday dot com. So just info at Saturday dot com. You've got it. Great.